and welcome to the Chits and Chat podcast. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Alex Cruzy. And today we are talking about a tiny little game, uh, a big game or a big-ish game. Not really, I guess, just a satisfying game in a small package. And that game is the Deck Builder Star Realms. Yes. Who is it by? I I did not. Normally I have the BGG page open. I did not do that today. (laughs) <laughs> uh star realms is by oh i always i always say wizards of the coast because it's uh wizards of the coast uh i think there's one or two guys from wizards of the coast who are responsible for designing it but it is white wizard games and the designers were robert doherty and darwin castle cool all right Yes, and it came out. The original game came out in 2014. Um, it is a like like I said, it's a deck building game. It's two player, and it's with the base game. It's just two player. You can buy another one and have three or four players. I think actually you can get up to like six players, can't you? With like teams. I have no idea. I've never played it anything other than two player. <laughs> I've never played it either, but I know I know you can actually. I am I'm now. I'm sure of that. You can play up to six or players with like three person teams. There's there's several variants of this game, which is kind of interesting. I I've also only played the two player one, and I have played solo as well. But um, yeah, it's a game that comes in just a um, deck a, a deck of cards. Um, everything you need is in there, and it's really nice because you can. Uh, it's, it's a little too bulky to put in your front pocket, but you can easily throw it into a bag. The one downside about get, carrying it around get bigger is, front pockets. That's the solution. Uh, that's true. Bigger You're front right. pockets. That's <laughs> an obvious solution. I don't know why I didn't think about it. Just, Duh. just uh, <laughs> expanding out all my front pockets so they just hang to my knees, full of games. The one bummer about taking it around though is that you'll probably want to um, get a replacement box. Uh, if you do that, because the the card quality is good here, but the box that they um, come in is made in basically printed printer paper. It's almost that flimsy. It just falls apart really fast. So mine is, is virtually destroyed at this point, and I have replaced it with a much more appropriate little container. But um, the cards are, are decent quality. They're not, they're not shabby like that. Yeah. So... How do you play? Let's get into that, Alex. You want to take it over and, and run through with the rules I, for us? I will take it over. I will take it over. through this. All right. So like your standard deck builder, it's you, you start with a default hand of cards, and you normally draw five cards. And then after you run out of five cards, you draw from your draw pile. And if your draw pile is empty, you shuffle your discard pile into your draw pile. Uh, everyone starts with... Uh, eight scouts and two vipers the scouts allow you to purchase things and the vipers allow you to attack things the goal of this game is to kill the other player or i guess in multiplayer games other players i'm not really sure on that one uh each person starts with 50 authority is what they call it it's basically your health um so on your turn you're either buying something or attacking or a mixture of both usually a mixture of both uh you can Buy things that are in the little um, trade row, is what they call it, and there's always five things available, but there's also another pile off to the side that you can just get, um, I don't know what they're called, but they're essentially two trade points worth, uh, they are, uh, explorers, they're worth two, uh, and they can also be used to... Um, attack if you want to just get rid of them from your hand uh so basically on your turn draw five 
play the five, and you're usually the the interesting thing part part of the game is that uh, each ship, most ships have some sort of uh, alliance that they belong to, uh, and the the ally abilities they are either uh, green, blue, yellow, or red is what I call them, but they have names. It's uh, Blob Faction, Trade Federation, Star Empire Faction, and the Machine Cult, and each of them kind of has their own thing that they're really good at because if you play more than one of those cards they usually synergize with each other and do even more things so blob factions tend to do more attack uh, when you play them Uh, trade federation tends to give you more authority when you play them the star empire faction tends to do things about like getting you to draw more or getting the opponent to discard cards and the machine cult uh, tends to allow you to trash things from your hand, usually. I mean, they all of them kind of do a little bit of each, but usually what they do are those types of things. Um, and basically, you're just playing through, trying to get better cards. Um, occasionally, some of the cards don't stay in your hand. There are uh, outposts and bases, basically. Once you play them, they stay out until your opponent attacks them. Some of them... The opponent is forced to attack. They they are required to go through the base in order to, to do anything. Others, the opponent can ignore them and just attack whatever the heck they want to, either another base or you directly. Um, and that's mostly the entire game. That, in fact, that is the entire game. <laughs> whoever whoever dies it, yeah. first is the loser. <laughs> <laughs> As is usual. Um, yeah, it's yeah. That's pretty much it. I mean the the game is pretty straightforward and it's quick i'd say this is it's fast too like one of the interesting fun things i think it's a positive positive for this game is its speed and the speed with which you do collect your um, collect your cards for your deck it's very very quick i think it what's 15 20 minute play time easily um oh yeah i'd say i'd say about 20 minutes on average if some games can go a little long but not very long not much longer than that Um, I love yeah, Star Realms. I think, game. yeah, it's very quick. I think Star Realms is a great, is really one of the, an ideal game for taking out to um, a bar or restaurant, at least for, for me or for us. Shelly and I have played this quite a bit, and it's just satisfying. It's one of those games where, because it's quick, you, you play around, and then you're probably going to play a couple rounds at least of the game. Because it's so fast, and there is a luck element, of course, to it because of the fact that you're drafting cards from a deck. So sometimes some games sway one way or another based on luck of the draw, but it's fairly balanced in that luck and the fact that you're both have options within the marketplace to develop your strategies. And like Alex described, each faction has something they kind of, all of them attack and give you money for your economy, but they all have that one thing they kind of do specially or special that allows you to definitely have strategy routes based on what you're trying to do or what's available so you really can feel like you have some agency in developing uh, a strategy against your opponent or trying to offset their strategy that you see them developing so it doesn't feel like ah well the cards are just on their side so uh, nothing i can do um let's see let's talk about the art a bit the art is great i love i love the art here it's very generic but but each faction does seem specific like it's not just they all look the same each faction very clearly has their own style and um, distinctive art style specifically. The Star Realm or the uh, Star Empire is very uh, clean cut and uh, they kind of remind me of, um, oh, what's the, shoot, no, <laughs> I'm blanking on the name. What's the name of the, uh, is it, oh, it's the Cree. The Cree 
in the Marvel movies where they're the defenders of the planet when um, in Guardians of the Galaxy with those sh- ships that they use to link together to protect the planet into a giant shield. I have no idea. That Is, <laughs> I do not remember the name of here. that race. No, no idea. I, <laughs> it's, I'm pretty sure it's the, the Kree. It's just they were the... Uh, is it the Kree? I don't think it's the Kree. I think the Kree is a different race, and I don't want to say anything because I feel like that's spoilers. Oh no, you're right. They're the <laughs> no. They're I think they're because the Kree are um, the Kree are attacking. Anyway, no. What are they though? Because maybe they're the amalgamation of several races. Because that's where. Anyway, wow, I'm getting I'm going down a rabbit hole here. So anyway, they they remind me of one of the alien starships in the Marvel movies. There, you find it. It's a game. Uh, but it's very clean, like or, uh, yellow and gold colors, dominant colors, and and white, and uh, they look like they're very technologically advanced. And they're like clean, crisp lines. And then there's the machine cult, which is really kind of uh, uh, dark and and ominous, and very much like uh, almost like the Borg looking. There's a lot of like weird technological protrusions in some of their ships, and they don't really care about style. They're just about brute force and destruction. Then you've got the Federation, which is your typical Star Trek-style kind of uh, human uh, human society where they have what you'd expect from those guys. And then if there's the Blobs, which are <laughs> perfectly named because all their ships look like they were crapped out of something. <laughs> they look like they were extruded out of a Play-Doh extruder, <laughs> like one of those Play-Doh Definitely. machines kind of just blobbed and smacked together, and they're all green and I always think grays of like and brown. The, the- the gak or whatever the heck that was that it was just like just junk oh, yeah yeah i forgot about <laughs> that that stuff was great <laughs> ah take me back um yeah they just look like uh, very organic looking and they're the alien they're the, like the far-flung aliens that um are just very very aggressive and they can do heavy heavy damage hits um and they're just a fun faction to bring into your deck because they're very they're very aggressive so each one plays quite differently and looks looks quite differently and so that's really cool i like how the artist is, is very differentiated and quite well done it's it's very in-depth it seems each one is very uh i think it must be it looks like it's painted each each image is painted um what else let's see yeah. what else could we could we toot oh I, d- I looked on? it up it's called the sovereign race is what it is ah yes from, from the gardens okay. of the galaxy okay yeah, aren't the sovereigns though? Are they a race or are they uh, connected like a bunch of alien races together? Is it no? They're a race. Oh, okay. It's it's like it's like an Aryan race, right? <laughs> oh, you're talking about the gold people. Yeah, the gold. You literally just said it was like gold, and they had, like, no, the no, nice no, no. I was talking thing. about. <laughs> well, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about the race. Okay, when um uh. Oh god, no, I'm blanking on I just rewatched the movies too. I'm blanking on it. Uh what's the guy? Not not Thanos. The guy who was working for Thanos. <laughs> this is all gonna be edited out. This is such a sidetrack. <laughs> but but I refuse to let it go. We've gotta figure this out because I'm just gonna show how bad my memory if is about If it's working these. for Thanos, then then I definitely think it's Kree, but I don't No, it was. So I'm no, t- they were fighting Kree. Okay, so in Guardians, when um What's his name? Will Pace plays him. I remember the actor, but I don't, don't remember his name. He's uh, Ronan. Ronan. When Ronan comes with his ship and he's going in to crash it into the uh, world that 
the Guardians of the Galaxy end up having their final stand on, the defenders of the world have these ships. They look like stars, and they fly towards the main ship, and then they oh, interlink them. with each other and okay. create a shield. From the and first I, one, not from the second one. I was thinking yeah, from the yeah. second one. Yeah, and yeah, I'm trying I have to no remember idea what they called. are. Because <laughs> I think they're the organization that Captain Marvel... Uh, I believe in the comics it's part of. I could totally be wrong because I didn't follow the comics that closely. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, those are the people I'm trying to remember. <laughs> and I can't remember what they're called. But their ships look exactly like the Star Empire ships or look very similar to the Star Empire ship style in Star Realms. So anyway, that's one for the comments. Lovely people detour. Can, <laughs> can, can yell at me for my complete and utter ignorance on remembering <laughs> movies that I purport to love. And yet I cannot remember <laughs> basic facts about them. Uh, so anyway, what else can we say about Star Realms or the Marvel Universe? Whatever, wherever we want to go with this. <laughs> Either one. This review. Uh, 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 I, when I play it, I, I don't often play this game unless it's the, the app version. I do enjoy the app version. It goes really quick. It's, it's nice. It fill, fills in like 10 minutes of my day if I need to fill in 10 minutes of my day. But I don't often – and I, the thing is I, I not only have this game. I also have like one of the expansions, the, uh, the first like standalone expansion. I can't remember what that was called because, again, I, I didn't do my research. <laughs> uh, it, uh, do you know what it's called as I waste time? Um, I'm sorry. I was looking up <laughs> the Marvel thing real quick. <laughs> Damn you! Nova, I, I know what that's called. I figured that one out. It's the Nova Corp, and I was the Nova Corps, and I was right. That's where Captain Marvel originally was like part of, and Peter Quill. That's his uniform. Anyway, so Nova Corp. What was your question? What What is the standalone uh, Star Realms expansion? Essentially, it's not an expansion. It's just a standalone thing. Uh, yeah, they are. Um, oh, Jesus Christ, I can't remember anything today. I'm very prepared for this one. Um, I have well, them. They are. Is it Frontiers? Is that what it was? There's a couple of them. Um, let me look it up real quick. We'll just. We'll just. There's going to be a lot of editing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gambit. It's the Gambit. No, Star Gambit's own. the one that adds the extra cards. No, they also add I'm solo talking play. About like... No, it didn't. You're crazy. I'm pretty sure it did, because don't they add? No. Uh, there's because co- there's Gambit and there's Cosmic Gambit. There's two like, um, Gambit expansions. You're just looking for yeah, which one added th- solo play. No, which one was like? It was like an entire pack of extra cards. It's like you instead of playing with the original set of cards, you can play with these cards instead. Oh yeah, um, uh, Frontiers, right? Yeah. Or Colony Wars. <laughs> Colony Wars. There's a bunch of them. Colony Wars or Frontiers. Colony Wars, I think, is the one that came... Oh, which one did come up? I think it is Frontiers that came next. I'll look it up. No, right I now. think... No, you're all right. It's Colony Wars. Yeah, you're right. Yep, Colony Wars is next. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Frontiers right. was, so, was the recent one. Okay, so, so anyway... As, the, 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 as I was saying... Point. So... <laughs> So I have I have the 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 app that allows me to play that, but the thing is I rarely ever play the the card version game, uh, even though I have the extra like standalone game Colony Wars, uh, and 
the reason I don't play it that often is because the person that I'm supposed to usually play games with, the person that I, I see all the time, my wife, uh, she hates this game. Uh, and, and in <laughs> fact, uh, when when we were playing it again, uh, just to like remind ourselves everything about the game, she's like, to what? She actually, she was actually very excited. She's like, "Oh yeah, I love that game." I'm like, "No, no, you don't. I don't think uh, you do. <laughs> I don't think you know." She's like, "No, it's a deck building game." I'm like, "Yeah," and she's like, "Yeah, I love that game." And then you can, you know, purchase stuff or attack different things. I'm like, "No, you're attacking one thing. You're attacking the other player." She's like, "Oh, that game. I was thinking of Ascension. I like Ascension." <laughs> she, this is a game where you have to attack the other player, and she does not like to attack the other player and in fact when we literally started playing she's like so what can i attack i'm like me you can just attack me this is not ascension she forgot again uh but she she does not like she does not like being forced to attack another player and she does not like being being attacked by me constantly (laughs) she doesn't uh it's it she w- she willingly played two games with me yesterday, but uh, after that, she's like, I'm done. This is... She actually said, would you like to play again? I'm like, no, I do not want to force you to play again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is straight up uh, attacking game. That is that is what it is. Um, the one thing I will say, and I get why why Liz doesn't like it because of, it, cause of that, but I will say that the attacking is pretty passive here. It's not... Like, there's not a take that surprise it's pretty much in your on your turn you draw your five card you have your five card hand and you play your five card hand and whatever happens happens so you gain money and you auto you attack things just attack uh, they trigger automatically when you play your hand the order of operations it can clarify things a little bit but you're definitely probably going to be attacking or you should be attacking most turns if not all of them to keep the pressure on yeah um i think i think the thing that really hurts the most is i mean there are usually turns where it's like oh i do two attack to you or something like that or you know uh oh i i did five attack i think i had one game where i had 24 attack on one turn (laughs) and that that hurts you know and then like three hands later i'm like 18 attack and you have 17 life i win you know it was like that wasn't it seemed kind of yeah i had a blob strategy going and it just the cards kept showing up in the right hand so it was it was it was made it a little bit less fun for her i think yeah yeah it's you, you get to the there's a crescendo reached in the game and it's designed this way specifically to be a shorter game where you just you build up your engines your attack um, engine so well that at points you're just going to be bombing each other with these massive point drops and the defense for that is to get outposts out uh, or bases out and outposts specifically because if you have a base out it can absorb it can absorb damage if the de- attacker chooses to chooses to attack it however if you have a base that is an outpost out it has to be attacked before they can attack you so that's of course, if those cards are coming up, you can do that strategy. Otherwise, it's just a back and forth. It reminds me of that. Yeah. Do you ever see that uh, that Russian sport of professional slapping? I think it's what it all. I think it is just called slapping. And what it is is it's. I think it looks I may like, have seen it once or twice. It's two guys at like an arm wrestling table, but instead of like, it looks like they're about to arm wrestle. But instead of doing that, one guy just kind of lines up and then as hard as he can slaps the other guy across the face. And then that guy recovers and then takes his turn and slaps the other guy across the face. And as far as I understand it, you just slap each other a few times until one guy falls over. There's no like, 
I'm sure there's point systems, but I don't know. I don't understand how it works. <laughs> but it's just going back and forth, slapping each other as hard as you can. And that's kind of this game. Yeah, I, def- I definitely see that. <laughs> uh, the one... I. I I I really enjoy the game. I like it. The one thing that can irritate me sometimes, but since the game goes so quick, it doesn't matter too much. Is occasionally you have those games where there's like one card in the trade row where both of you know whoever gets that is going to win the game. There's nothing sure. we can do about it unless unless like a miracle happens. It's it's the person's game. Whoever gets that and it it it. It can be a little bit annoying, like that one card, like there's one base where it's like it's cost eight, so it, it takes forever to actually build up to get. But once you get it, it like once it's out, it takes forever to like kill it because it, it has such a high uh, health value or wh- whatever you want to say, a defense. And mm-hmm. also it allows you to like scrap two cards in your hand or discard pile, which is hugely powerful. You can get rid of really bad cards. Like all your starting cards can be out and you've got a really nice sleek felt deck and it's it 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 oh God. Like that whenever I see that I'm like, I've got to get that. That has got to be mine. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's and that's just part of the game. I mean the nice thing about that game for like cause I have similar complaints about issues of it is that it is fast. And so typically you can chalk that up to uh, as opposed to like a longer game where those things would would be occurring over a longer period of time, and you just get ah, more and more annoyed that oh this thing keeps happening. As with Star Realms, once that happens, it's probably it's probably over, <laughs> and then you're like all right, let's take another crack at that and see how the luck goes if the luck goes my way next time. So I definitely agree though. There's definitely clear as you get going, unless you have the perfect hand to come up towards the end of the game, it's probably clear based on. Uh, how much authority or life you have left, who's going to win. Although, that being said, I have had many, many games where it's gone down to the wire where Shelly and I just can't get the right hand and we keep chipping away at each other and we're down to like double digits and then we eventually get into single digit life and it just is whoever gets the next hand to the perfect next hand will hit it and it could be anyone's game. So I've also had that experience too. So. It can swing both ways. I guess that's yeah. just the nature of a, a draw-based I do like that. game. And to be honest, the last game we played, I thought it was going to be one of those games where whoever got the card, and Liz got the card. She got, I don't know what it was. There was some, like, high-value card in there. I'm like, oh, God, well, this is her game. And to be honest, for a while there, she had it. Like, I was, I was going down, and her health was going up. And then all of a sudden, I had one hand where I literally had every good card in that hand. Like, and that was the, like the 24 attack. It was like all blob cards. And it was like, <laughs> oh, and I get to destroy your base for free. And I could destroy another base if you had one for free. And I can duplicate this blob. And I was like, oh, God, it was insane. Like, and then the, my next two hands were like junk. There was nothing in them. It was my starting hands is what it was. Uh, oh, but man. I had done so so much damage to her that it was hard for her to recover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's such a satisfying feeling to be on the <laughs> the attacking <laughs> side of those hands. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else can we say about Star Realms? Star Realms does uh, – there is a solo variant, and I have played that a bunch. I actually really like the solo variant. Once again, it's also quick, but it introduces a much different feel to it. And, and to me, it takes – a little bit of the complaints of that we just discussed about feeling like you can kind of see where it's going in a two-player game, it does feel more surprisingly the story. There is a story there. 
in one of them, there is a just giant. Uh, that's just this giant like blob like alien who's who appears on the edge of um, colonized yeah, space. The nemesis and, beast. Yeah, the nemesis beast. It's just this giant like blob. It's like a. Um, um, just like a like a huge blob like cloud of energy or sentience, and it starts consuming ships, and it slowly works its way towards the center of known space, and you have to partner with all the races to or factions to destroy it. And that one is really satisfying to play. There's also a pirate one or raiders that that are just being a nuisance. So you've got to deal with them. So. Those those are actually quite fun. The one thing about that, though, like you mentioned it before, there is an app that you can download, and the app is very well done. Um, because the app exists, and it is so well done, Doing playing this game, I also play it a lot on the app, it's less and less enticing to set it up on a table, unless I'm playing with someone, of course, or taking it out somewhere. Um the app is really well done, and I I get the faction. So I actually no, I don't think you can play the solo on the app, as far as I'm aware. But you can basically play the equivalent of a solo by playing against bots or other people. Yeah. And so that scratches that that itch for sure. Also, since you mentioned the solo game, if you do get the the pack, I don't know when it comes in where you can play the solo game. It also has the same thing uh, to play co-op as well. So and I've I've played the co-op once and I th- I think I enjoyed it. So maybe maybe I should just try to play this as co-op with Liz more often and then maybe she might like it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> it is the Gambit set that does have solo. It's one of them. There's two. There's the okay. Cosmic Gambit and then there's Gambit um uh, there's like it's it's a little confusing. But one of those has the solo expansion um in there. The solo uh, scenarios in there. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, let's talk, uh, how to take it out because we're, that's the whole point of this. <laughs> yeah. So table space, the one thing that's a little surprising about the game, I guess, is it does take up a bit of table space. It's not bad by any means, but you do like a lot of the drafting games. You have a market in the middle that people have to see and be able to draw from. And the market is a row of cards that are going to be refreshed as they come out, the deck itself, and then there's also the Explorer stack of cards that are always available to purchase um, that are always in the market. So it is kind of a kind of a big market, but it's not too bad. The nice thing about your player area is that you're pretty much going to have your deck, your discard pile, and then during your turn, a small area to lay out your hand and fire off the cards. So that in that sense it's quite small for your area and easily manageable around plates and things like that it's just that thing again of having an area where everyone can reach or the two players can reach the center market to grab and read cards should they need to uh but because it is a two-player game that really is it it's just you and another player so still even with that it's not not that bad at all it's not bad, I, especially compared to the game we just talked about previous, Flow of History. It takes right, up right. A relatively the same space, but since the cars are smaller, it takes up less space. Yeah, that's true. They are a little smaller. I didn't even think about that. But um, I, Shelly and I have taken this out quite a bit to uh, just go to a bar and have a few drinks and play it on small tables. And it can <laughs> be, depending on the table size, be a little hard to work some stuff around. But if you have, if you're not trying to plan a ridiculously small table like we were, you'll have no trouble, I think, taking this out. Um, so we kind of talked a little bit about who it's for in the fact that it's an attack game. 
I would say if you are someone who likes deck builders and likes that mechanism and you like sci-fi, this is definitely a, a game to check out. And if you are someone who doesn't like that confrontation style or direct aggression um, or for some reason hates deck building, then don't check this out. <laughs> other than that, do you think of any other ups or downs for player types? Uh no, that that pretty much names it. The only other thing I'd have to add is my mom would not play this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once again, fails the Alex's mom test. Understandable. Yeah. Well, there's no dice in it, so check one off the in the negative column yeah, for right there's, right if away. There's no dice in it. That's going to be a tough <laughs> sell. <laughs> she should play. Um, uh, what's that? What's that dice game where with the Marvel universe where you have the cards and dice? Do you remember what I'm talking about? There's. Uh, uh, Dice Masters? Dice Masters, yeah. should play Dice Masters. <laughs> you just would, wanted to bring it li- back to the Marvel movies. That's all you wanted yeah, to do. <laughs> yeah. Nova Corps. <laughs> See, I remembered. <laughs> I remembered the, <laughs> the very obvious thing I should have remembered before. Um, yeah, I would love to walk in and see your mom playing Dice Masters. It would blow my mind. <laughs> just, I'm yeah, I don't getting, think that's going to happen I'm drawing either. up <laughs> Thanos. Uh, yeah, so it does. It fails the Alex's mom test, but it does. It does hit that uh, two-player. Oh, that's the other thing. If you're if you're not a fan of two-player games, then obviously this is not the one for you. I like it because as I like a lot of two-player games, and I play a lot of games that are more than two-player uh, options. I do play them two-player, but I do like it as a two-player game because it's very quick and easy to get into. It's a game you can teach very very easily, and everyone I've ever taught it to has enjoyed it whether or not it's their game they've definitely enjoyed the playthroughs that we did and because it's so quick it's easy to try it out teach it and then move on if you want to or yeah. play a lot of different scenarios through it and to um, me, it's it's so small and it's pretty cheap what is it like 15 bucks yeah if it, you can i found it cheaper than that but yeah it's 15 bucks at most places i believe yeah so i mean you, you can't really go wrong i i've have no qualms with my purchase. I, I really enjoy the game, and when I find people that enjoy playing it, I can play it. But uh, I do not. I don't. I don't mind that I spent spent the money on it. Actually, I think I got it as a birthday present, and then I purchased a bunch of expansions. So, uh. <laughs> uh, speaking of expansions, there are quite a few. They several of them are standalone, um, and some of them are expansion packs that you can incorporate into. The existing deck you can also make a monster deck i've never done this because it's just overwhelming to shuffle a lot of these things oh, yeah um but a couple of the and expansions i have, I have I, it sleeved which makes it even more thick oh god yeah i sl- i had mine sleeved and i unsleeved them just because i was like i'm not playing this that much and it makes it so much harder to shuffle these sleeved cards than it is already because it's like how many cards come in it would you say is it is it a hundred something around there uh i feel like i would like see it feels 80? like 80, 80, something like that. Yeah, because it's definitely bigger than what you, you know, a typical 52 card deck size. I'd say it's double or two thirds of that, something like, or uh, um, something like that. So it's definitely a little bit awkward to shuffle all of them. You want to split, you know, split it into two decks, shuffle those, and then reincorporate everything. But um, speaking of expansions, the expansions are really interesting. There's standalone that you can get. The next one is. Um, uh, Colony Wars. I have that one as well. I like Colony Wars because it it is more, if you can expect, it, if it's even possible to be a slightly more of an aggressive play style. 
So I, I kind of like it because it's they're both good, but I like Colony Wars a little better, I think, because you can get into some of the strategies a little faster, and they all seem to have more a bit, a bit more aggression to them, which is kind of what I like. The other set I would recommend is to grab the Gambit set. Um, there's two, and I'm trying to... I always get confused on the differentiation between the two. One of them, I believe it's the Cosmic... or the, the regular Gambit set has the solo play cards in it, but it also has these... Um, kind of unique player strategy cards that you can t- draw at the beginning of the game. You, players decide how many each gets, and they're secret, and they can draw them, and they look at them, and they're just like a player power or ability that you can fire off in the game to be kind of your unique strategic edge. And I really like that in a game especially of that has the amount of luck that Star Realms does because it lets you have just a little bit more of a targeted strategy from the get-go or know how you could incorporate this uh, during the game for your strategy some of the some of them are just economy boosters some of the some of them are attack cards some of them are like secret bases that you can have so it's it's kind of a fun twist on the game and that i can't remember how much that costs but it's very cheap and you can it's only like it's like eight nine dollars something like that yes yeah, something Seven. like that it's it's, it's very depending cheap. on where you're purchasing it it's, it's pretty cheap it's just a small like foil pack type thing yeah and but it adds adds like a fun element to the game so if you're playing it enough i would definitely suggest getting that i usually i usually will play with the gambit set um even when i'm introducing someone new to it because it doesn't add very much complexity and the game isn't that complex anyway but it adds a nice little fun little edge to strategy to it yeah um let's see star realms what else can we say about you there but there are a ton of expansions to this game (laughs) There are, they're all like little things. Eventually, I'm just like, I'm gonna stop paying attention. It's too many things to keep track. Yeah, <laughs> this game slowly is becoming but, a uh, behemoth of a game. There was one thing about the game I did want to mention, and that is uh, the way you keep track of uh, authority or your health. They give you these cards that are like double sided, and so like one side has a a one written on it, the other side has a a five written on it, and then another set of cards that have ten and twenty written on. Keeping track of your health with the cards they give you is really irritating because they, I think they only give you yeah. just enough to, I or, or just slightly more than enough to keep track of your health, which is really because sometimes you're just like okay if I flip this over then it's the five and then I need two ones or one two bet like trying to keep track of the numbers is really irritating. I always just use an app to keep track of my health. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I would say that it would have been much better to come with a little dry erase sheet or even a paper pad because it's a clever idea. But in in reality of play, you're just doing so much like shuffling and flipping, making, you know, reshuffling and flipping over cards <laughs> that it's just kind of distracting. And to have to do that in a fast paced game to take a second out, even a short time to be like, all right, let me just reconfigure these. And oh, wait, I don't have enough. So let me figure out how to make the math here. <laughs> and it just kind of stops the game a little bit i've i've got if you're if you're playing in a group there's always one person who's like well you just flip over the 20 makes it a 10 and then you flip over the five to make it two on it's just like yeah dude just leave me alone why you gotta make me feel (laughs) stupid i'm already losing my health (laughs) yeah yeah someone someone (laughs) i'm definitely not the one who's doing this but someone is always the good mental math person to calculate how these cards work fit quickly and efficiently and i am like hold on now let me let me count it on my fingers okay okay i'm just gonna start from scratch here oh no i flipped them over now i can't remember how much authority i had before uh does anyone remember how much authority authority i had before no okay i'll just take this though 
So yeah, I do the same thing. I either mark it up on my phone or just have a piece of paper when we play to keep track. Usually, actually, I just do that because uh, it's just fast and easy to keep your own keep your own score. However, you want to do it, which is nice that it's uh, you can individually do it versus have someone as a scorekeeper for the table. Uh, should you want to do that? Um, let's see. Yeah, Star Realm. So that's that's pretty much it. It's a simple, straightforward game that I I is very fun. It's quick and very easy to learn and teach. So I feel like Star Realms is is one of the better games we've got. Like we've got a lot of good games on this list that we're going to be reviewing, but I think it definitely lends itself to to taking out more than a lot of games in a lot of different ways. Um, the limit I would say though is the fact that it is only two players. So that is one of its downsides for taking out. If there's a third person coming, they can watch you guys play. <laughs> Why do you have so many friends? You shouldn't have that many friends. You really only need one other friend. Just have one more friend. (laughs) (laughs) Shelly, me, and one friend. And (laughs) they come out, and and he's not long for this friendship because he just gets sick of watching us play Star Realms. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, so that's Star Realms. Uh, And then also we mentioned this before, but the other check in its good box is that it is inexpensive to pick up. So it's definitely worth checking out. For sure, they. Oh, what's the name of the fantasy spin on this? Uh, Ascension. Um, no, it's it's but Star it's, Realms. Oh, it's, uh, oh no, hero. It's like hero, hero something. Yeah, it's like hero. I think it is Hero Realms or uh, Hero Realms. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, Hero Realms is the engine of Star Realms reskinned with a fantasy um, theme and. I've never played it. I've heard it's very similar, and a lot of people like it. The difference, one of the main differences as well, is that it also plays two to four straight out of the box. So if you are, if you like the engine and you want to be able to play more players immediately, then Hero Realms um, is a good option to consider. Or if you want to play, you know, you want to play more right away to pick up instead. So they're both from the same maker or same designers and same publisher but just uh slight differences there in player count and theme isn't there also a cthulhu realms now that i think about it i think you're right um i think you are right i think i did yeah see there's that. a cthulhu realms i've never played it i know it plays mostly similar to star realms a few differences here and there i know that if you if you think you know the rules of star realms and then you play cthulhu realms you're going to be playing it wrong that's all i remember hearing about it is it plays different enough that you can't just go straight into it from playing star realms okay i'd like to take a check that out curious curious how they spun i could see this engine working well for a cthulhu theme fast paced back and forth it's it's um, it's literally the same thing it's cthulhu on spaceships i think is what i know cthulhu on spaceships that'd be pretty cool actually (laughs) that sounds really awesome (laughs) Um. All right. Well, that I think that that'll that'll do it for Star Realms. Could you think of anything else you want to add uh, before we wrap this baby up? I can, but I don't want to share it. It's oh, okay. It's too important share it to off, me. Mike. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think uh, oh, we just... know each other well enough for me to share the information. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be sending a strongly worded email with my thoughts later. All right, well, that'll do it then. And, yeah, I think it's worth checking out. Check Definitely check it out. And uh, check us out on Chits and Chat on Twitter. And you can also find us at our podcast network webpage, eavesdrop.com, E-A-S-E-D-R-O-P.com. 
check out our podcast page there and let us know uh, your thoughts. Uh, you can shame me in my <laughs> lapse of Marvel knowledge <laughs> coming off strong with a lot of good ideas on Marvel, but not remembering anyone's name or any real details about the movie. You can let me know how bad that is and I will hang my head in shame or tell us what we're doing right and what you guys want to hear for future reviews or what you think of our reviews so far. We'd love to hear from you. Anything else to add, Alex? Are you are you no, wording your I email have, right I have now? Nothing else to add. Are you typing your email. I'm, <laughs> I'm typing a strongly worded response. <laughs> Did not remember the Nova Corps until pressed. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening, and we will catch you guys on the next episode.